the perfect. The way you got it. Okay. I can see. I can see you fully. Uh, damn, you got you up close. I don't want to give a damn you up close. No, oh, perfect. Perfect. Two thumbs up out this mug. So like I said, we are now recording. I don't know why you, huh? Now I can't see you. Which I don't understand what the hell. I mean, I can see you and I can see me. So, oh my God. I swear, this shit with the phone. <laughs> and it's so... Let's see. Hold on, let me start recording. Okay. okay, can you see me now? No, I cannot. Well, I can see you. You can see I it's crazy. It's okay. I I was seeing you so well a while ago though. I don't even know. I guess why I pressed the record button. It does that from time to time. Um could even does that on my side where at first like like it might freeze, a lady might freeze or what have you, and then and I'm thinking it ain't recording, but then when I go back, it recorded everything it showed her and me, so I think we're pretty good or what have you. So, and I don't know why, it, it's crazy because it's funny how ladies say they're nervous, but it's, but, but, but it, you would think that a porn star would not be nervous Cause it, it it it's a difference between you fucking on camera versus I guess talking and fucking you two totally different things. So different, man. <laughs> oh my god! I see you would cut your hair. I did, but I was like, I think the talking is a lot like the fucking. Once you get us going, we don't mm-hmm. really want to stop. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, I just gotta get old up. Um. Yes, I have cut my hair, and the reason why is because, you know, I moved far away from the only woman I will let touch my hair, mm-hmm. so when I can do the commute, she's like three or four hours away from me, and I'm just not able to do that right now. <laughs> um, I need to pay, you know, way more um, in porn. I need to do a lot more porn, um, but so I do it myself because I don't, most people cannot do it. But what happens is, is, you know, I'm not as good as her. My products aren't as good. And so I end up over, over coloring the hair a bit. And healthy mm-hmm. hair is way prettier than, mm-hmm. you know, long, mm-hmm. right. You know what I'm saying? So, I, actually, I, I actually like it. Do you? I like, I like the short look. I like it. Thank you. Uh, I like it. It's a lot easier. Um, and I think I'm cute no matter what. But I do miss my long True. <laughs> you are there. You sexy regardless, baby. Thank you. Know, you. you can be bald headed, you probably still you still sexy. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay. That would be rough. Let me turn this other phone off because it is just a dinging. My bad. No, it's all good, baby, because uh yeah, it's been a minute since we had talked. I think it's almost been a year. It's actually been a year. Yes, I believe uh-huh. it has been a year. Right at a year. Yeah, actually, I mean, it was around this time last year that we actually did the last show together, or what have you, you know. So don't worry, smokers, we will get her in the premium smoke room. So, cause, cause I know when people see you, I know my my premium smoke room. Be like, all right, so when are you gonna get Miss Rhodes in the premium smoke room? <laughs> 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 
But it's the premium smoke one? Well, well, the premium smoke room is where we get a little bit more uh, more open. Um, ladies can do more in the premium smoke room, show more. You know, they can flash the camera, show tits, you know, do oral, you know, demonstrations, stuff like that. And we get a little bit more candid in there as far as the conversation. You know, the conversation here is candid, but it's a little bit more open. Like, let's say if a girl gets fucked over by a producer, she could she could talk about the producer and give his name out and everything in the premium smoke room. I just don't allow that on the smokers lounge because you know, because I'm being nice. <laughs> so, oh my God! So, how have you been? How's your week been? And everything. It has been wonderful. Um, it has been challenging, but um, yeah, it's been a good week. I tell you, um, so much has happened since the last time I talked with you. This yes, my, I know. <laughs> this is my Aunt uh-huh. Sue. Her name is Tori. She was named after Tori Black, one of my favorite. Um, uh, mm performers in the business um mm. so yeah she's new since the last time i talked to you but yeah so much has happened i don't even know where in you know um she's my- so cute huh she's so cute <laughs> oh, it's so cute i mean and she does this little thing when she wants anything she claps mm. her hands together for <laughs> god but um, i can believe it mm. yeah yeah, cause you can, yeah, cause I know uh, it's a lot that, that that you have been through, done in the past year since we had last talked. So we're gonna get into that. Let me talk to my smokers and get these particulars out of the way. Then we can get this thing rolling. All right, sexy. Hello, smokers, and welcome to the Smokers Lounge. You know who I am, Kevin Officer Subachev, aka the Porn Rap Star. Find all my links with one link. Allmylinks.com/backslash/pornrapstar. Also, God dang, I lost the train of thought. <laughs> it, it's bad I done done it so many times. And then every once in a while, I have a, like a brain fart. <laughs> so, like I was saying, yes, allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star. We got four wonderful sponsors for you to enjoy. The first one being the Facebook LS community, our oldest one, LSworld.com. Next up, the hottest adult magazine in the game, eroticismmagazine.com. Plus, for you, content creators, 90% profit, no hashtag issues for your consumers, a new place to consume your triple X content, excitebunny.com. And last but not least, award-winning, award-nominated, they got virtual reality, is voice is smut with voiceover. We're talking about blusherotica.com. Go ahead today, get yourself a subscription and watch the hottest adult film performers in the business. Fuck the shit out of each other and do it with some voiceover. And also check out their beaver side, which is their virtual reality. So you get to watch porn with your Oculus. So there you go. Also, proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network. So go over to shopgwdistrict.com and Buy some stuff from some black retailer shops and boutiques. We're talking about over 500 of them. So you got plenty, plenty options for you to shop. Also, five days a week in the mornings, go to fullyswapradio.com and check me out as I chop it up with some of the hottest people in adult 
film today as we talk about the business, sexuality, everything else up under the sun at FullySwapRadio.com, plus a couple of other great podcasts for you to listen to. Also, check me out on SkyhawkAfterDarkTV.com as well, the BGPLLC app. Now, it's been a year since I had this sexy, gorgeous, blonde, freaky Southern Belle on my show. So, say hello for you people that do remember her from my day ones. And for you people that are new, say hello to the one and only Abby Road. Say hello to the smokers. Hi, hello. Yes, yes, yes. So, yes, you have moved um, I think you took a break from the business. I think, uh, I, shit, a lot that happened to you within a year. <laughs> well, yeah, it has, you know. Um, and starting into this business from where I was is a huge, mm-hmm. huge endeavor. You know what I mean? I don't think I had any idea, um, even how. How much growing I would do, you know what I mean? When I first was um, uh, interviewed by you, because it's like, even though I decided to do it, you know, like, I think we talked a little bit about other girls, like men lasted longer in the business than women. Mm -hmm. I I think you told me that. Yeah. And I realized why, because, you know, that's one thing that has happened to me over this past year is a whole lot of soul searching really has to go on. You know, even after I made that jump to like, do I really want to do this? You know, mm-hmm. um, and so, yeah, already had a break, but I'm glad that I did because, um, yeah, I'm glad to be here tonight. So thank you for having oh, me. No, oh, my pleasure. You know, because I, I followed you. Plus, you know, I love looking at you and love looking at your vids everything. So what was it? It was it that the game. <laughs> so what was it? What? Was you overwhelmed? Was it fatigued? What was it that made you take the break? Well, after doing a few shoots, mm-hmm. um, I had a couple of other shoots planned, and I realized that I wasn't looking forward to going. Mm. You know, and that bothered me because, you know, I was already in a career that I'm very grateful for and that did me well for many years, but I didn't want to do it anymore. Um, Mm -hmm. It's what led me to doing this, something I wanted to do. So I was a little confused about that. I was like, wait a minute. Why am I not excited, you know, about these next steps? And Mm -hmm. so. Um, you know, because if I'm going to do continue to do something I don't want to do for money, I may as well just stay, you know, where I was. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I just had to take a break and kind of look at that and really soul search and see what was going on there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think for me, a lot of it and I well, I know it is because it still is an issue for me. Um, I like to be obviously in a bit more control over what I do and what I agree to do, you know? Mm, Okay. And I think that's kind of what hit me was like this, you know, so many, this seems like something really fun, but I don't, you know, I don't know what I'm getting into. And I, and I still deal with that a little bit, you know, moving forward. 
um, not having, you know, coming into the business, not really having an agent or anyone to direct you. It's kind of just mm-hmm. been figure stuff out, you know. Mm-hmm. And it can be scary. You know? Yeah, because truth be told, um, even when I came in the game, there was no handbook to tell you how to do this business, how to get into the business, how to move in this business. Because think about it. If you want to break into music, there's plenty of sources for you to break into music. If you want to break into the movies, be an actor or actress, there's plenty outlets and sources for you. But there are not many sources for you to try to break into adult film. So it's more of feel your way around. Or, or you either groomed in um, or you happen to work with producers and talent that kind of show you the business or what have you. So, <clears throat> so I can understand how it could be frustrating. Even when my first year was frustrating, because yeah, it took me a damn year before I got a check. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, I haven't. You know, um, I haven't made a lot of money either because of, for this. You know, same reason, like I was saying, there was just many times I was, you know, I had something lined up and then I was like, I don't know. I've been dealing with that. I want it. I don't want it. I don't, I want it. I don't want it kind of thing. Um, you know, and that's going to keep things from, you know, moving forward, obviously, when you have a double mind about it like mm-hmm. that. Um, because bottom line, my dreams are pretty big, you know, like I really. You know, whatever I do, I, you know, I'm, I'm competitive with myself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I want to be successful, obviously. You know, mm-hmm. we do, and I'm pretty serious about it. But letting go of that old profession that had taken care of me for so long, mm-hmm. um, it just, it wasn't very easy to let go, you know? It was kind of like right there when I felt like I really could have, moved forward and let this life go and gone this way, I was scared. And, mm-hmm. you know, I did some hides and like, whoa, maybe not, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, and so, but stuff had to continuously get frustrated there before I finally threw my hands up. And I have done that now to say, I'm done with it. You mm-hmm. know, okay. and um, it's exciting, exhilarating. Mm-hmm. Um it's everything, but it's, you know, it's also very challenging, you know. Yeah, because I know Billy raved about you, and then from the pictures I saw, the videos I saw, I saw potential. Um, You, you have a look. You have a look, you have a body. Hell, if my ass came out of retirement, you'd be one of the first ones I tried to reach out to to shoot. Honestly. Um, I know a lot of girls going to be like, Bob! I'm like, look, I'm just being honest, goddammit. <laughs> 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 Not because, because you, because you do the role play shit and you're very versatile for what I can see. You know, especially when the shoots that I, especially knowing how Billy is. Because I know how, you know, precise Billy is, how he dots the eyes and cross the T's, you know, he's very particular, whatever. So, so with you, it was like, and then too, like I said, you you did um, some amazing, you know, stuff or what have you. So, so what made you decide to move? Well, let's see, I'm gonna have to put this right here for a minute. So, we were living in a very small 
extremely conservative, um, older retirement. <laughs> you, 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 you was in the red part of Georgia. That was you was. Grew <laughs> up anyway. You know what I mean, but yeah. Um, I mean, I grew up in yes, but then this place was even consolidated. Okay. <laughs> and you know, we were the witches on the island, basically. You know, I stuck out like a sore thumb. Sore thumb. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm proud of the little family I have. I'm proud of my life and my children. Um, mm-hmm. they're my fucking people. And, um, but you know, we have a past and, um, so we look a little bit different than mm-hmm. other families. And we just experienced a lot. I'm just, we experienced a lot of fucking racism, um, on mm-hmm. that island. And we were really pretty much. I mean, not run out of town, but I'm not about to stay somewhere where people don't, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, like, or, you know, don't respect us. So, you know, we left. In fact, um, I was working with Samaj in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I, I was renting a house anyway on this island, and um, I had already gotten my gut because I had some friends over that were black and mm. you know and I just knew I was like we're fixing to have some problems and we started you know the harassment started and um, anyway we moved um, mm. that was the answer to your question but it's insane mm. the stuff I mean like literally we couldn't go to the mailbox without like people being in the yard screaming um, we paid for our privilege here and all of this mess you know like i did even being where i'm from i didn't know that kind of shit happened you know yeah because you would think in 2022 2023 that people be a little bit more progressive even though they're not we we claim to be progressive but we're not there was a literally like the people next to me and then two houses before me so it's like a triangle of family would come Mm -hmm. outside and like stand in the yard and hoot and holler back and forth to each other whenever we would come outside. <laughs> so, but um, you know, I know how to handle myself, and so I said I got something for y'all asses because this was a <laughs> middle-aged hoodie, you know, wives that were with their husbands. Mm-hmm. So I, I went inside my daughter who's seventeen, and I said, uh, "Get your bathing suit on," and mm-hmm. I one of her bathing suits on. It's like two sizes too small for me and it's black. Mm-hmm. And it's got fire flames <laughs> all over <laughs> it. And um, no, you know, it's like almost a thong in the back and it was like three o'clock in the afternoon and we just walked outside our front door in front of all of them and just walked up and down the street and, you know, I didn't have mm-hmm. to say anything. That was basically like my, fuck you, you bitches. <laughs> fuck you <laughs> So we left that place, and um, now we are in Savannah. Mm-hmm. And love Savannah, but you know that's taking some getting used to too, because you know we we are progressive, but I did not grow up urban. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And we run into to some things there that has been like I open them like, well, oh, I'm not in you know Kansas anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know. 
Like yeah, Savannah's lit. I heard Savannah's lit. I've been hearing for years Savannah's lit. So I didn't, you know, um, it, it's an amazing place. I mean, everybody is just really all mixed in together, which I love. And yeah, it's like you got one house that's like in poverty, and this house is in money, like all right here together. Mm-hmm. It's weird, but I like it. Now, do you think because of where you was at, it kind of helped towards you feeling the way that you felt when it came to adult film? Because sometimes when we in a space that is not conducive, and I'm not talking about the judgment of porn, but energy-wise, you know, it kind of affects everything within our lives. You feel what I'm saying? Do you think that could have been part of it, too? 100% 100% because it's um, it's in my nature to be rebellious anyway. I thrive mm-hmm. on that kind of thing. And I almost have a vendetta with, you know, mm-hmm. the Bible Belt and the way they look at things because it caused me so much suppression or mm-hmm. in on myself that for the way I was sexually, mm-hmm. always being very... Um, what people would call what um, hypersexual, mm-hmm. um, and you know, being where I'm from, I was taught from a very young age that that was bad. Well, shit, I knew I was bad. <laughs> <laughs> when Mama was talking about there's two kinds of girls. There's Susie that you know he, the guy will take out on a date and then take her home because he respects her, and then he's gonna go get you know, bluesy and <laughs> Susie do whatever. Like, well, I don't kind of want to be the bluesy. You know, I'm saying, oh, <laughs> shit, shit, I weren't gonna be out late with the boys, doing, you know. So, mm. um, so now it's kind of like, um, I, I do think it's because of that that I have that I'm even more turned on with the idea of doing this right because, mm. um, I, it's kind of like another fuck you to two people, you know, just. Mm-hmm. Think, somebody's different that they're better you know mm-hmm. yeah because I, I i'm was one that's always let's say walk to the beat of a different drum and you know you know how they say that the fork in the road i didn't go left i ain't go right i went straight that's the type of dude i am yeah. <laughs> you know so it was kind of like because even with me living in north carolina i hate i, I love north carolina but I hate how conservative North Carolina is because even to the point of lifestyle, um, one of the biggest frustrations was finding girls to work with in porn, which is funny. After I retired, I bumped into a bunch of them. Um, that always fucking happens when you retire. That's when you run into shit. <laughs> when you decide to be Yeah, so, so it was kind of like, I, it, it was frustrating on that end. You know, period. Because when you live in an area that one doesn't fit your personality and your lifestyle, it's frustrating because you feel alone. You know what I'm saying? Yes, absolutely. Unseen. Well, and and for a long time, you know, I mean, now, uh, well, it's not about who's right or who's wrong, right? But I realized that a lot of what they, you know, Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. you do feel alone because you either feel like you're being put down by them, but you certainly, mm-hmm. even when you're, even 
when I knew someone loved me and were not putting me down, I knew that they were still only tolerating my behavior. Mm -hmm. They loved me, not because Mm -hmm. they got it, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Which even, you know, those kind of relationships I'm grateful for because, you know, when you're alone, you know, friendship and connection with people is important. And you mm. take it where you get it. But, um, and then that, yeah, then along with you, it's, it, it does isolate you a bit. Being a black sheep and then choosing what we choose to do in adult mm. film, you know, it's like, who can I talk to about this really? Mm-hmm. See, that's why it's good to have industry friends. <laughs> it's good to have industry friends. I don't think I would have got through this year without Billy Pilgrim, honestly. You know, he um, is a great performer and producer. Yeah. I've enjoyed working with him, and he's been a great friend through, you know, through it mm-hmm. all. Um, and I have you to thank for that, because you're the one that mentioned him to me and mm-hmm. Samad, um a year ago, you know. And so I think a lot of good stuff has come out of that, um, and hopefully more to come, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, because, um, like I said, the scenes that you did with both Samaj and Billy was fire um, and everything and stuff. And, um, and and too, like I said, also the fact that I like, like, the scene that you did, I think, uh, I think he was supposed to be injured and you supposed to be coming to help him. <laughs> I love that shit. <laughs> you know, and everything. And I'll to me, that I think. That was yeah, our first one. Yeah, it was like because um because to me I it, it, I tried to steer females in the right direction so that one they have a great experience in the business versus you know females that come in and they don't know where to go or how to go that's when they go wrong that's when they run to the wrong people and and you know I've been there where I have to I come in after somebody done some fucked up shit and I got to pay for that person's sins. You know, period. Whether it was they did content trading, get their content, you know, or the d- dude was very unprofessional or what have you and stuff. So, you I know. so blessed um, that, you know, I have not worked with anybody in the business. I have had great experiences with everybody, you know, um, not, and I haven't worked with a lot of people, but I, you know, not having someone to direct me, I've learned how to just, I listen really to my gut and I, it's probably overactive than it should be. You know, I probably said no um, mm-hmm. times when I probably should have said yes, but any, any feeling of hesitation, I just chose not to do it, you know, for just safety reasons, you know? Well, you know what they say about woman intuition is, is, is God gave y'all the, the perfect early warning system. <laughs> I think so, and so I just listened to it, and I don't, I don't, if I, I just made a promise to myself that if I didn't want to do it, I wasn't going to do it, and that has inconvenienced some other people, like, that maybe, uh, I, I know there's probably some people listening here thinking, I'm sick of this heifer, because I, I honestly have um, accepted quite a few and, and made some plans with some other content creators that were paying you know, for my plane ticket, and mm-hmm. if it got to be time to go get on that plane, and I didn't want to, mm-hmm. I just, you know, I did not force myself to do it, and, um, but I'm, I'm glad, you know what I mean? I mean, but see, usually when it happens, it's something that they did 
that made you change your mind. You get what I'm saying? Because it may be the way that they 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 talk. Because see, a lot of times, us as male talent and producers, we don't realize we can talk ourselves out of a shoot. You know, whether he's talking too much about the sex or he's sounding like he's more about trying to fuck you than really about business. Regardless of whether he's paying you or not, you kind of want to deal with somebody that's about their business, especially nowadays with as much work stoppage that happened in the past year and just what happened in the beginning of the year. You know, now, now motherfuckers got to get swapped when they go to TTS. You know what I'm saying? You know, so you kind of got, you know how many girls I'm going to talk to that said, and it's kind of sad to hear this, I'm going to start doing less boy-girl and focus more on fetish because of what the fuck going on right now. You know, period. So I don't blame girls being extra more cautious with guys. That's why I tell guys, when you step to these girls, you got to show how professional and how serious you are about the business. It's, it's not just about, you know, I got a big dick and I got a fucking camera. No. Right. Well, and two, my uh, one reason why I worked so much with Billy this year and why we became such good friends is because because of my personal life as well. Mm-hmm. I, I was not willing to travel, mm-hmm. and move into a new place, kids being uprooted, uh, you know, thrown into a new school. You know, I needed to be at home. And so mm-hmm. um, that was another reason why, too. And if you, you know, I, I've told a lot of people, I'm sorry, but I'm not traveling right now. If you're willing to mm-hmm. come down here to me mm-hmm. and, you know, and work around what I've got going on, you know, have like a hotel room close by to my home mm-hmm. so that I could still be available to my kids, I was willing to do that. But I knew that for that time they needed me around. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, Billy, um, you know, was in Georgia and, you know, not that far away. And so it was easy for him, I think, to, you know, well, not easy, but he did, you know, make the trip. And so it made it easier for me, obviously, to um, be present. Because um, it's just, I and mean, that may have been the a big part of it, you know, as, and I don't really even know, but like stepping on that plane and leaving my kids, you know, mm-hmm. um, for any amount of time, it's kind of mm-hmm. hard. Um, yeah. I love them to death. I'll be glad when they're gone. <laughs> but, you know, for now they're here, and I have this, you know, motherly obligation to take care of them. <laughs> yeah, because because that's one thing I think fans don't, and even fellow talent don't understand. We do. We have we have lives outside of this business. We have kids. We have jobs. We have husbands. We have wives. And mm-hmm. and and the biggest thing is balancing our career with our personal life. I remember times when my wife had to turn down shoots, pay gigs that would have probably put her at a different plateau because something was going on with the kids. You yeah. know, it well, is what it, it is. Yeah, that's happened to me so much. But it's like, you know, I remind myself that, you know, first things first, always. And because mm-hmm. what what good is it, you know, to get successful mm. with the business if I've sacrificed, you know, the things mm. that are important to me anyway, you know? Yeah. So I've had to look at it from that. But good. But yeah, sometimes it does just actually suck, you know? <laughs> sometimes. Most definitely. So, know, shoot. Um, so, outside of Boy Girl, have you done any, of course, you've done shoots with the past year, Billy. I think you have worked with Samaj a couple of times. 
Um, Lavender. Out, who? Jermaine Lavender. Yeah, I remember seeing that too, or what have you. It seems like due to your situation, you're real focused on the quality, not the quantity, which is actually a good thing. That's you know, true. yes. You know, because oh. go ahead. Well, because you know, whatever I put out there is a rep. You know, is a representation. It's me. I, I mean, I see what what we do as art, and mm-hmm. um, for me personally, if I don't want to get off to it, you know what I mean. I don't really want to put it out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would rather be more careful and not put a lot out there mm-hmm. totally than, you know, just put stuff out there that I that I later, you know, look at and I'm, you know, I just don't feel good about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I've had to do that, go back and like take something down. So, um, you know, and that just comes from growing and like redefining like, okay, now I know this much, but so now I realize but what do I, you know, what is it that I want to do? You know, because oftentimes the female talent, when she's coming in and working with already established male talent, it's just kind of natural that, you know, she kind of just does what, mm-hmm. what she's already got going on, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, which there's nothing wrong with that, especially when you're learning. But for me personally, you know, it, it helps me to, to see, like, okay, some of that was, you know, <laughs> when I, you know, my ideas will be different, I guess. But see, but see, the, but see, the point of the matter is, is that we do a content trade. Y'all pose to come together and get to a middle ground. Because well, sure, but when you're brand new, like I don't have any idea. But like at first, I was just well. I mean, I had some, but it's well. It's just like even with stuff that I know, it's like sometimes mm-hmm. I don't know what I want until I do it or try it. You know. Um, but see, also, but also, you have to think about because <clears throat> even though you might be new or what have you, you're developing your brand, and you have to stick to what your brand is for the most part. You feel what I'm saying, and. There's nothing wrong with a lady sitting here saying, like, when I worked with Jasmine Sub- Summers, some of my, you know, for some of my day ones, y'all done seen the scenes, you know what I'm saying, I did with her. And she was like, look, um, I need race play. She's like, because I have fans that, that want the race play scenes. So I made sure that we did one or two scenes that involved race play Mm-hmm. So that she has content that she could use. Plus, that opens me to another market. You feel me? Because a lot of times male talents don't realize that that female, for example, you might be heavy into fetish, right? So you might need a joy. Well, see, that's one of my issues. It's like, like you mentioned earlier, like I'm, I am very versatile, and so I like so many things. Hmm. Uh, you know, um, going into it, like, I didn't know what my brand was, you know what I mean? And if I'm honest, I still don't exactly know what it is. It's a little more defined than it was at first, right? Um, I, I, I already got an idea what your brand is. You do? Yeah. Well, the me. sexy Southern Bell MILF. For sure. For sure. I, it, it, I mean, because, because you're a Southern gal. 
that's sexy as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, a lot of your role play scenes is based around you being the MILF. A, a lot of role play for what I've seen because it seemed like your strength is that. From from seeing you work with Billy and even with Samaj, I'm pretty sure you did some role play shit with Samaj. Mm-hmm. You know, first. I tell females and you look yeah, I tell females you look at the scenes that really show you off. A straight fuck scene sometimes do not show the girl's talent. It ain't show that she can fuck, she can suck, but it's not building the fantasy. You feel right. me? So that right to your girls, your your brand, it, 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 for example, like you have one girl that she does a lot of fetish. So when she does boy-girl scenes, she implement fetishes within the boy-girl scene, whether it's he sucks on the toe while he's hitting it missionary. Um, you know what I'm saying? Within the midst of the scene, they end it with a foot job. You get what I'm coming from? Even though they did a full scene, he ends up, they end it with a foot job. You know what I'm saying? It still plays into her brand because her brand is fetish heavy. Right. So it's kind of like, to me, you playing different characters is your strength, you know, period. Because one, you got that Southern Twain voice that is just sexy as fuck. I know dudes enjoy hearing it, you know. And like I said, plus, I, I love seeing the five stockings you had on that damn white shirt with the black dress. I was like, oh my God, you just. <laughs> Excuse me. Then you had the Marilyn Monroe picture that you you, you sent me with, with the white dress and the white thigh stockings. So to me, it's like that kind of what your brand is to me. Yeah, you're right. I guess sometimes I just don't know how to, um, because, you know, I, I, it's like, well, I am the meal, but then, you know, and like, but then there's, you know, you see, you do see me with a lot of, of, interracial you know mm-hmm. um but I think you're right it's like I don't and I don't ever want to have to just choose one of those genres you know um you know what I'm saying but sometimes yeah. it can't seem like I've learned I'm, I haven't implemented it yet but I want different things like on different platforms because some of my mm-hmm. stuff does sometimes feel hodgepodgey or without order if that makes sense mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and so see, see, you want to make a series that's what you thinking on you 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 well, thinking about a series. this way so you'll know what i'm talking about i didn't know that i was going to like this okay but see you see what i've been doing already well mm-hmm. another performer it was asked me to do a pnc scene for him okay well, it's a PNC, so my smokers can understand what that is. So for me, at this time, it wasn't, it was just a solo of me peeing. That's what he wanted. And I okay. was like, you know, I'm going to pee anyway, so I don't really have a problem, you know, mm-hmm. doing that for you. And so I started peeing for him. Well, I did not hate it. And then I was thinking, you know, I'm a country girl and growing up, and I was, a, oh my God, I was so wild. <laughs> I was so wild in high school, Bobby. I mean, I, I was, you know, we were called the redneck hell raisers. That's what we were. And, uh, I, mean, I was, I was a drunk red country girl, like Led Zeppelin. You know, I need, you know, I got a girl stay drunk all day. That was me. I mean, at fourteen, 
18. And then when I turned 16, I was driving. Mm-hmm. And Lord, Bobby, I just don't know what What were we talking about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, so always peeing on the dirt road, right? Mm-hmm. Riding around drinking. You have to pee. Country girls pee on the dirt road. So I started filming myself peeing you know, on the dirt road. And I really love this content. I have not put it out yet. Mm-hmm. But so you know what I mean, it's like somehow I want to have my different categories more defined on like when you go to this, you you know, for the people that want to see, you know, mm-hmm. the peeing, the people that want to see the BBC and me don't always want to see that. So how do I separate those things? You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, see, but we're, we're one it's interesting because the, 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 you actually segue to the next question. And I always said this, ladies need to dip into their fetish bag because their mm-hmm. fetish bag is money. You know, period. You got mm-hmm. to have more on your site than boy, girl. You need fetish. You need different types of boy, girls. You know, period. Um, mm-hmm. Like what you're talking about, I remember meeting Cherokee Diaz in the Miami Exotica, and it was before she dropped her two sites. And she mm-hmm. talked about how, you know, she did 165 films, and she and the money that she made from those films being paid, she ain't got no more. But the people that got those scenes continue to make money. Mm-hmm. And she talked about dropping two sites. She talked about dropping Cherokee Fetishes and Cherokee the Ass. Cherokee the Ass was a boy-girl Role play, boy, girl, straight fuck, whatever you want to call it, it was boy, girl. Then the fetish site was fetish, where the girls might do solo, they might do a foot job, they might do titty fuck, or anything like that. So the, the whole key is, one, having enough content to be able to fill both of them sites. That's the kicker. Mm-hmm. You know, period. You know, and like, for example, like, when I hear girls say they got two OnlyFans, let me tell you how dumb it sounds. You got two OnlyFans, but you use the same content for both OnlyFans. <laughs> so, 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 why would I pay? The whole point is why you got two OnlyFans. You want that dude to pay for both OnlyFans, right? You got one OnlyFans like catered to this, right, and another one catered to that. You yeah, got- see, that's the smart way of doing it. No, these heifers ain't doing that. The same scene is on the free subscription. The paywall is on the script is on the one with the paid subscription. So it's kind of like, okay, he's paying twice for the same shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, period. Just um, like, go ahead. Well, I remember you saying that before. <clears throat> I honestly took your advice because mm-hmm. what happened with me was I had, you know, I mean, it. I've never had a huge, like thousands of followers, but I had a few hundred on my free page and my paid page wasn't going anywhere. You know, mm-hmm. my free page kept growing, my paid page didn't. So I finally just, you know, cut that price in half and I did away with the free page, period. And, you know, and then that page started to grow. So yeah. that was good advice. Which is very interesting that you said that because I asked a girl and she couldn't answer because she just really started the free subscription page. I said, which page makes you the most money? <laughs> I asked her that. Well, she couldn't answer. And to me, it this is the reason why the free page makes the most money, because you said free. And so people can understand that <clears throat> because it's technically not free. It's free for 30 days or for whatever time frame that you put it. 
And what ends up happening is the reason why more motherfuckers join that because they already know they count down right before their thirtieth day. Guess what they do? Unsubscribe. You know, period. Even though they might buy some stuff on that paper, but they might get the paywall shit here and there. Mm-hmm. But what you're trying to do is keep them on the site so they can pay the subscription. Right. And that's why your free subscription sites, ladies, get more traction than the other shit because you got free. Versus if you do, it, even though it might be discounted, and I don't like the discount for so much, they're still paying initially to join the goddamn site. That's the point. You right. know, period. So, yeah, yeah so yeah, it don't surprise me. Because what I've seen is like, it's been exciting when, you know, because I even pulled back from my OnlyFans for a little while, right? And so I, mm-hmm. I had some people drop off. But I have a, you know, a, a number of people that, you know, the best customer is the reoccurring one, right? And yeah. not just reoccurring one, the long-term <laughs> reoccurring one, you know, I realized is the best compliment, you know, you can have because they mm-hmm. can you know, I do keep it low, but they continuously, you know, pay for it each and every month, which to me says, okay, I'm doing something okay. It's it's a compliment to come, but it's, you know, way bigger compliment to stay, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because even to the point, like, it's it's crazy. When I do discounts, I actually stop doing discounts. And doing the codes for me. Yeah. But see, this is the reason why I stopped. Because every time when I did a discount, I get no sales. Or even if I had the promo code, right? The fuckers wouldn't even use the promo code. They just go ahead and get the shit full price. So I'm like, then why the hell I'm doing the promo code then? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Or the discount, you know, period. So to me, if your shit is good quality, they don't mind paying full price. That's what girls don't get. What I'll do is give them a free week. Mm -hmm. You know? Or a free day or something, depending on who it is. That's better. Yeah. You know, and hey, here it is. Check it out. You know, if mm-hmm. you like, you know, there's more. And you know. uh, you had to pay for the trials. I ain't even do that, darling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, nah, you might get a $10, $10 two day or a week trial. That's it. But $10, you do look for 10 days. Then after that, you got to pay full price. Yeah. You know, because I tell females, it's psychology. When you say free, let me tell you what you're telling your fans. You, my shit ain't worth paying for. Because people, when people think about it, when the two sites came, guess what went? Guess what went down? The price of porn. Because basically, the industry told the fans, you don't need to pay for porn. It ain't worth you paying for porn because of the sites. So that's why I tell girls, no, it. I, I get the hustle with the free subscriptions, but I think it's the dumbest move on the planet because once you told this nigga he can get this dude you get for free, he gonna expect to get it for free. Yes, you know? I do. Oh my god, you couldn't have said that better. I'm like, yeah, I, Bobby. There's been so many times, <laughs> like. <laughs> Am I gonna go off on this fool? And and a couple of times I've had, I'm like, you know what? I don't give a damn about your ten dollars. I'm busy to let you know because you know these people. 
they think they okay a free page or even if it's just okay you paid only the bare minimum subscription and then they mm-hmm. get mad and shit when you don't send them stuff for free or you know answer their yeah. messages when they when you know that he wants you to and it's like have you paid me anything uh, you know what i mean like and them the ones that had most opinions is the motherfuckers that ain't spent shit exactly so like oh no 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 um i'm not interested in the broke customers anyway you know (laughs) the men or the people let me not say the men the people because me too i paid Mm -hmm. subscriptions to um porn hub and x videos i pay the extra whatever it is so that Mm -hmm. i get the extra shit because i like it and as long as i have the money to do that i want to do it you know um we get in this mindset that people don't have the money to spend on stuff you know um, which reminds no, no, me, no, I no, did the amount of my subscription. <laughs> no, 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 that's bullshit, because you want to know why I say that. Because two things motherfuckers will always pay for. No, the one thing they will always pay for, advice. Whether it's drugs, whether it's pussy, they will pay full price for a price. It could be a recession. Yeah. Straight up recession, god dang it. They still going to find the money to pay for that porn or to pay for that pussy. We're going to pay for that some kind of way. And I'm not mad at them about it. You know, hell yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I remember talking to even girls on the escort side of things. Like, whenever they gave a discount, guess what ended up happening when that client came back? You know, you know, uh, you know remember the discount you gave me? You think I can get it this go around? <laughs> See, already, I'm like, No. <laughs> don't ask for, oh god I don't want I'm sorry but I, if you're that kind of customer I don't want you don't if the first thing you start, start coming off of me about is you know I charge too much for this I charge too much for that well get the hell on then go you know somebody's yeah, because, because to me I think ladies shortchange themselves you well, know exactly. period I'm thinking yeah you're insulting me by telling me you don't think my shit is worth it Mm-hmm. Like, you don't fucking know, dude. It's worth mm-hmm. way more. The girls gotta tell these dudes that shit by the way they price their shit. Yeah. You feel me? It's like this. If you take a girl, like, I gotta use my girl Gracie. Her fan base told her, you charge it too low. Bring your prices up. Fans told her that. And guess yeah. what? They paid her. You feel me? Because yeah. of super fact, like I said before, to me, the quality that you put now, the price that you're selling for should represent that. Right. You know, period. I get it if these motherfuckers, yeah, I get the cell phone dudes and the girls that want to use the cell phone. They want to do the bullshit videos, you know what I'm saying, that you see on OnlyFans. Six minutes, dude, dude coming within six minutes. It might be a doggy style for six minutes. Okay, I, I get that. But if, if it's like you, where you sit here, you go through a whole fucking production, you know, you selling that full scene for ten fucking dollars, it's a travesty. Right. It's a travesty, you know. Period. So it's kind of like it. it, it it's kind of like I always use Mims. He it, it, it was a rapper back in the day that had the song called "This Is Why I'm Hot." 
He went platinum because he told you he was hot and we believed his dumb ass. <laughs> that's true. You are that's true. It's you know, all about, yeah. Yeah, so so, so it's kind of like to me, females keep saying know your worth, but then when they move in the industry, they act like their worth ain't shit by how they run their site. You're not wrong there. You're not wrong, including me. I think I need to increase my prices. <laughs> so, so uh, what fetishes are you looking to incorporate other than, okay, the peeing? Um, what other fetishes that you're looking to incorporate to your brand? So, you know, Billy and I have done a little bit of it, um, but I really like a, a good, a little bit of rough, in my in my sex life <laughs> and on you know on and off camera man mm-hmm. you know um so i would like but you would be surprised most you know that's not the norm what i have experienced um mm-hmm. as far as especially people that want to be on camera you know um and, and especially if you want to go as far as um consensual non-consent which i get into as well, uh, I didn't seem like that. We, we we call it rape play. That's exactly what it is. It is rape play. I love rape play. Um, I love the taboo. Like probably my favorite channel, no doubt, is pure taboo. The more taboo and wrong it is, the more I fucking like it. And um, so yeah, I like all that. You know, ass with uh, shoot with you because I could have done some BDSM shit with you. I, 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 that's why I said I would have loved shooting with you. I could have did some BDSM shit with your ass. Treated, you know, like a slave and all that shit. Yeah. Oh my God. I would have had, oh my, man, we would have had a ball. I would have had your ass like, look, go get yourself one of those anal, those anal animal tail plugs. We're going to do some primal scenes. Okay. And so now, all right. So now you've opened, you've opened Pandora's box. So I would also like, me and you, uh, uh, we would be a married couple, and I would love to um, have a young chick there, mm-hmm. willingly or unwillingly. It could be confusing, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And um, I would be watching, basically, and mm-hmm. giving orders on what you know what I wanted to do, yeah. husband or whatever, um, or like. I like the whole slave thing where I'm being tortured by them, like hanging from the wall, you know, like watching him fuck some younger girl, you know, it's really fucking jealous and upsetting me at the same time, turning me on, that kind of weird thing. (laughs) Something like that, you know? Like, like for example, like, if, 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 like, I work with you, but we'll have a scene where you is hiding, you watching me fuck this young bitch. And then by halfway through the scene, that when you come in, and you even at first you ordering it, then you join in type shit, yeah. you know. You know, because see, that's the other part with porn and that kills me with people. They don't take advantage of the storytelling side of it because this is your opportunity to be any person you want to be and portray. You know, because I like me, I've been stuck on Tubi lately. And for some of y'all been listening to the podcast, you know, I've been raving about 
the app Tubi, you know, because I've been watching the black cinema, what have you. And it's interesting how these independent movie movie directors and producers, they sit there and play thugs, they play husbands, they play different type roles. Mm-hmm. And it's like, to me, I think people in our business don't take advantage of really building the fantasy because you can play if you want to play like you're the vice president of the United States, you got your opportunity. If you right. want to play the United Teacher, you got your opportunity. If you want to play the next door neighbor that's a complete slut, you got right. the opportunity. You got the opportunity to tell stories. And I think a lot of people don't take advantage of that. Right. Well, I hope to do more and more of it. Um, Billy and I do a lot of role playing, as you've already mentioned. Um, that's what I watch when I'm by myself. I love it. Um, so, you know, cause I, for me, don't just go into just some fucking scene now, you know, I need to see the, yeah, I want to see all the stuff leading up to it. Um, yeah, because the fans are getting tired of that straight fuck shit, honestly, because you start to see more people do role play now, as far well, as, in the, I mean, you see it, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. It's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I mean, how many times can you see, you know what I mean? At some point in time, you got to grow. You got to go deeper, man. You know? know? Yeah, because even with me, even early in my career, I implemented role play. Because at one point, I wanted to be an actor in Hollywood, like that of Denzel Washington. So I took advantage of the fact of me doing adult film. I said, well, I can live that out through this career. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, even to some of the shit I came up with, where the lady is the boss, I did a scene where the girl was the president of the United States, our Secret Service. You know, mm-hmm. um, when Jasmine came to me about the race play, I said, hmm, okay. <laughs> I was down for that, you know, period. Cause even one of the scenes that I lost, I'm still mad that I lost it. It was called Jim Crow Love, where which I would have done a scene like that somewhere with you, where I wouldn't have you say the nick the n-word, but I couldn't have done it. Um I had I was Oh no, no, no. Go ahead. You gotta understand what it is. I wouldn't have had you say the n-word. I know you're not down for that. Yeah. But you would have been a sympathetic wife of a of a Grand Dragon of the Ku Klux Klan, who comes to a black reporter to snitch on your husband for some shit that he did to the black to the black people, right? <laughs> I'm sitting there trying to get the story out of you. You're more enamored with black dick because you've heard about black dick, right? Because to the point, you'd be like, "Yeah, one of my best friend once she fucked a black dude and." And his dick was so big. Do you have a big black dick? And you know, it is that third. It ends up where if I fuck you, would you give me the story? I I would give you everything you want, and that'd be the scene. You know, period. Yeah. So you got me pegged. I would love. Yeah, because it's kind of that. That's what I mean by the storytelling. Somebody asked me one time during a camming session to, you know, like be the punisher, and Mm -hmm. I, I. I could not do it. I wanted to because I have no judgments about anybody's fantasies because my mm. fantasies can go, woo, it can go <laughs> out there. But um, I allow myself that. I, I do believe that, you know, fantasy is the proper time to, mm. you know, explore those things because, you know, anybody mm. getting hurt fantasy. Um, mm. 
So I don't have any judgments, but I just couldn't do it. He wanted me to, yeah, call him the N-word and what was I going to do to him when he did something wrong? And I would say, so I mean, I'm just like, I don't know. You got to be a dominatrix. That's what he was trying to do. I'm like, I just want to hug you. (laughs) (laughs) I can't do that. You know, now probably the, like so many men have asked me, you know, to do that small penis humiliation. Mm Mm-hmm. And I just can't do it, you know? I just feel bad. You, you got to have a certain provado to do the videos. I'm like, I just can't. I'm just, you know, because I'll just be like, God, you know, you're a great person anyway. <laughs> Some stupid shit like that. But yeah, I just can't. Like, I'm a cheerleader. I was a cheerleader. I'm more, I want to make people feel good, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, mm, so I explained them legs then. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I want to, you know. Oh, I swear. I, so, look, I didn't held your butt up on here in an hour, and we could have talked for even longer out this month, but you know, ah, we got to say something for the next episode. So, people, you know what it is. She'll be back here on the Smokers Lounge. And she'll be back in the premium smoke room. Y'all know what it is. $4.99 a month. Spry premium podcast for you to enjoy. It gets more outlandish. It gets more wilder. It gets more unpredictable. What happens in the premium smoke room, stay in the premium smoke room. You might see a tit fall out. You might see a, you know, her suck on a popsicle. You don't know unless you subscribe. Because the best smoke it's always premium. So with that being said, you're sexy at Southern ass. Tell everybody where they can spend money on you. So um, you can right now you can find me on mini bids. Um, it's it's shameful. This is all that I have up is mini bids and OnlyFans at this time. But yeah, that's fine. As long as you got something up about this piece, you know, pretty yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. it's be- look, it's better to have two than one. That's that's true. That's true. So, all right. But most definitely. So, people, you know how we end these things all day, every day. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience? You haven't learned anything. Smoke this over. We out. Say goodbye to him, baby. Bye, babies. <laughs>